0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to welcome a special guest here onto the Rattle Podcast. Her name is Tara Wellman. She is the host of Bird Seeds, which is a wonderful video production that happens uh, daily, series by series. What, what, What kind of frequency are we talking here, Tara?
1: A little bit of everything I I try to do series by series previews um, when I am not on the road for my real job I do some daily um, videos as well as game recap series so it's a little bit all over the map right now but in theory yes daily and series by series
0: (laughs) okay well yeah so Tara does a phenomenal job uh, ladies and gentlemen covering the st. Louis Cardinals which of course since the Paul Goldschmidt trade has become quite the team of interest uh, for Arizona Diamondbacks fans Uh, Tara I have to ask you the pressing question. Uh, there has been, uh, unfortunately, a, a bit of a lack of production from Paul Goldschmidt this season by most accounts. Uh, the home runs and RBIs are still there. I think he's right around 31 home runs, 92 RBIs, if I'm getting that right. Uh, but the batting average is down in the 250s, where it's been pretty much all season long. The OPS is just a little bit above 800. He's been above average, but he certainly hasn't been you know, the MVP candidate that we're used to seeing From your standpoint, Tara, does this look uh, like like a long-term concern, or does this look like a one-season fluke, and there's hope that he'll be able to restore that in the future?
1: You know, it's been interesting trying to figure that out because in yeah. a lot of ways, whether you're looking at kind of the the normal counting stats or even some of the deeper peripherals, he looks like the same guy in a lot of respects. He's just not getting the same results. I mean, if you look at just sort of the all-inclusive WRC Plus right now, it's sitting at 114, yeah. which compared to his career norms of like 130 to 150 plus it's been a very subpar season but as you mentioned some of those key numbers are still there so it's been a journey watching Paul Goldschmidt this year he got off to a really really bad start he's turned it on much more in the second half although in sort of a maybe typical Paul Goldschmidt muted sort of way it hasn't been the the fireworks and heroics all the time but the numbers are slowly, slowly creeping up which I think is a good sign uh, you know everyone talks about how that first year with a new team in a new league can be a lot of pressure it can be a lot of adjustment it can you know produce some down numbers just because of the adjustment period so I think everyone at this point is hoping that that's it and it's not just a matter of this being the downslope of the career of
0: Paul Goldschmidt. Would you say I'm curious, would you say there's any any particular part of his game or his strategy at the plate that is like specifically contributed to this issue? Is there anything that that you've noticed that's that you think has been the cause of this?
1: You know, it's I I didn't watch him closely enough in Arizona to to be able to really effectively compare, but one thing that's been so frustrating this season is the number of O2 counts that start often at that and it's gotten to the point where you know it's almost like you kind of feel like well just put two strikes on the board before he even steps to the box because that's what's going to (laughs) happen so I don't know if it's a matter of you know maybe not being aggressive enough against pitchers that he's unfamiliar with or if it's just kind of what he's always done it's just not working as well he's not able to kind of work the count back the other direction one thing that he does Very well is is work and at bat, and he'll see six, seven, eight, nine, twelve, fifteen pitches in an at bat. So it's not necessarily (laughs) that. It's just it feels like more often than not he starts in the hole O two, and you know your options are a bit more limited at that point. So if there's one thing that I think has been frustrating. It's been that because then all too often it results in a strikeout, which you're going to get from Paul Goldschmidt. But uh, you know, with the bases loaded and and less than two outs, that's a frustrating outcome for sure.
0: I'm curious what is what is like kind of the fan perspective on this trade following the you know the trade Luke Weaver, Carson Kelly, Andy Young coming over to the Diamondbacks. Obviously, Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly have had really good seasons, um, not full seasons, but but good seasons when they have been playing. Um and, and from a Diamondback standpoint, I think there's a lot of positivity sur- surrounding this trade. But I also haven't gotten the sense that Cardinals fans are, you know, necessarily bashing on this or bashing on the extension or or bashing on Goldschmidt himself, who, frankly, I don't know how you could bash on Paul Goldschmidt, even if he were <laughs> performing badly. He's just yeah. a hard person not to like. Um, But yeah, what is, what is kind of the, the overarching fan perspective about Paul Goldschmidt right now?
1: I think there was a lot of it's been an interesting process as far as the reactions, because it's developed a bit over the course of the season. Initially, when the trade happened, it was like, great, Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly are not really going to factor in. Paul Goldschmidt can be the, the boost in the middle of the lineup that they've been looking for, really since the departure of, of Albert Pujols in many respects. Huh. Um, so the 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 initial reaction was very positive. There was some concern about the fact that it was at the time essentially a rental, and the Cardinals haven't been great in recent history at securing those extensions or (laughs) much less you know winning a free agency battle of any kind so then when the the extension was announced everyone felt much better about it that they they were getting more for the value that they had let go of in in luke weaver and carson kelly as the season has gone on, there's certainly been some concern that, oh, hold on a second, Paul Goldschmidt's not getting any younger. Maybe he doesn't get better after this year. This is what we're paying for. This is the extension. Maybe it's not so great. There was initially some angst about the fact that the Cardinals traded Luke Voigt to the Yankees, and he started off the season on a tear, just hitting bombs all over the place. He could have yeah. been the first baseman. I think that has sort of fizzled out a bit as the season has gone on, as most of us expected. So the reaction has been... A, a bit volatile at times based on his performance on the field or, or what has been happening with the team but you're right he's a very hard guy not to like and i think that the the thing that's been so interesting is that even when his offense hasn't been what everyone has hoped it would be he's such an asset in other parts of the game he's steadied an infield defense that was baseball's worst last year. Yeah. And. Of course, he hasn't done that single-handedly. the The middle infield for the Cardinals has been phenomenal with Paul DeYoung and Colton Wong. Uh, But Paul Goldschmidt at first base has has kind of been the anchor of that. And I think a lot of people, myself included, were hoping that that would be the case, that he'd kind of be the steadying Paul Goldschmidt guy uh, on the defensive side as well. And then from everything that I hear, he's such an influence, even in conversations with the coaching staff and talking about different techniques or or applications of information and and how to translate that and how to utilize it in really specific and, and maybe different ways. So I, I get the feeling he's been an incredible presence in the clubhouse as well. So knowing both of those things has, I think, alleviated some of the, the sting of the offensive woes at times. And then, of course, seeing him kind of step it up in the second half has helped as well.
0: Do you think if Paul Goldschmidt is exactly what he was this season, if he hypothetically, we know this won't happen, but if he had exactly this season that he's had right now, five more times after this year, do you think there would be regret over the extension in the trade.
1: You know, I think if he was this same guy for two more seasons and then crashed, there would be, if he was this same guy for the entire duration of the contract, that's a different story, right? Because there is some expectation of fall off. Once you get to 32, 33, 34, 35 years old. Yeah. There's, there's every indication that Paul Goldschmidt can be the kind of guy that ages pretty well in baseball because of his skill set and and the way he's been able to maintain that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we're four years down the road and this is still the kind of production you're getting out of Paul Goldschmidt, I think that's a great sign for what the the value of the deal was for sure.
0: Uh, last thing, Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly, are you surprised that these guys have broken out for the, have, have broken out for the Diamondbacks?
1: I'm a little bit surprised by the success, not not the success, but by the kind of the extent of the success that Luke Weaver was having before the injury, not because he's not capable, but because he he was just very inconsistent with the Cardinals. And when he had regular opportunities, some days he'd be the guy that went out and and gave up one run over seven innings, and other times he'd be out after four. So (laughs) I wasn't really sure which version of that to expect from him in a new scenario. He didn't end last season particularly well. Um, So I don't know that I'm surprised that, that that stuff is there, but I was a little surprised by the consistency of it. Carson Kelly is awesome for me to watch because he's a guy that a lot of people in the Cardinals organization thought very highly of and felt like he could really be a contributor on a major league uh, roster. He just wasn't going to get that chance playing behind Yadier Molina, who evidently refuses to age. Yeah. So Carson <laughs> Kelly doing what he's done is, is really exciting to see because, you know, he's one of those guys that everyone really liked. Uh, there just wasn't a spot for him. So I, uh, tend to kind of lean more in that direction where I'm just happy for the guy to get a chance and then to make the most of it. Um, you know, the the hitting was always there. It just wasn't always consistent again. And, and some of that had to do with just limited opportunities. Um, the catching was always something that was kind of a, a work in progress. I feel like he probably learned a lot playing behind Yadier Molina, but didn't always have the chance to apply that. So to see him go to Arizona where they really needed someone in that spot, um, and, and to do as well as he has, even as you mentioned, without playing every single day. Um, I think it's a great stepping stone for him and I'm not surprised by the success that he's had. I'm just really happy for him.
0: Okay. This is the true last thing, Tara. Um, is Adam Wainwright ever going to age?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Man, I got to tell you, there have been some really high highlights of this season. Adam Wainwright's my guy, and he has been for so long. So the most fun thing for me about this year has been the resurgence of Adam Wainwright because – Coming into this year, I don't think even he expected what he's been able to do on the mound. And, um, you know, it's been it's been kind of a work in progress from the beginning. There were a lot of moments where we thought he was going to be kind of the first guy out of the rotation. And instead, he's been one of the very few guys that there have been no questions about as far as his <laughs> spot in, in the rotation. Now, he's not the ace of the staff anymore, but you wouldn't know that by the numbers he's put up in the last month or so. He's been able to just kind of adapt and adjust and kind of morph his ability into whatever it needs to be in the moment. So is he going to age? I mean, I think I don't know how much longer he plays this game. He's not signed to any sort of contract after this season. I would not be surprised if he decides to, to pick up one more one year contract, if the Cardinals will give it to him <laughs> because of the success that he's had this year. But um, man, the, it's been a revelation watching him, um, you know, extend his career in the way that he has and, and find a way to do it with a team that's putting wins on the board in ways that no one really expected.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow Tara Wellman on Twitter at Tara Wellman. Uh, I don't think there's any better person to follow. Uh, if you're interested in the St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> and their, uh, their upcoming playoff run, what appears to be a playoff run, of course, Paul Goldschmidt will be, uh, I'm sure, a big part of that. Uh, So be sure to give her uh, a follow as, as the Cardinals head into the postseason. Tara, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much. Always a pleasure.